Nick Bosa is the greatest defensive player in the world. And if you don't believe me, everybody voted for him for the defensive player of the year. All right. Last night at the NFL Honors. It was a pleasure to watch. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Trey Lance being ready. We're going to talk about Brock Purdy's injury updates. And we got to talk a little bit about George Kittle's comment. Is it Brock's team to lose? Stick around right here on the Wayne Breezy Show. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. And yeah. passing Breezy this, breezy that. Ain't nobody working like Breezy, and that's a fact. Overmotivated is an understatement. Gold blooded to the core, got your squad hating. Breezy make it look easy. Breezy on everything like 05067 Wheezy. This is not a game. Yeah, we faithful in every way. And even though we on the East Coast, very loyal to the Bay. Heavy red and gold every day. And if you really a Niner fan, I know you can relate. Applying pressure with this content like smaller bear. We not accepting no slander by Trey, so beware. I stay in exclusively Niner hats. And I always tell the truth, this exclusively Niner facts. Breezy this, breezy that. They know I'm gold blooded. I got the Niners on my back, you know. Yeah. Good morning, good afternoon to some of you guys that are just watching, tuning in. I appreciate you guys. Welcome to the Wayne Breezy Show. Round of applause to everybody out there. It's Friday. You ain't got no job and you ain't got to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, listen, man, it's Friday. I'm excited. It's the end of the week. Uh, last show of the week. I miss doing the show almost every day. I feel lost when I'm not here doing the show. I don't know. I might have to pick it back up Tuesdays and Thursdays or something like that, uh, you know, as the, the off season gets on the wraps. But listen, there's a lot of stuff I want to get into on today's episode. Uh, and if I have time, I'm definitely going to open up the lines. It's Friday. I want to hear from you guys. Will you guys some of your thoughts on what's going on? The 49ers offseason has officially officially began because after the Super Bowl, it's time to look into some free agents, right? Because free agency is on its way up. So all next week, we'll be breaking down free agency. Uh, I'm going to start with the 49ers free agents and things like that. But that's next week. So make sure you guys tune in. Uh, if you're just watching, make sure you guys hit that like button. Uh, don't forget to comment. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to check out the Breezy This, Breezy That song. Make sure it's in your downloads. Make sure you're downloading it on Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. The album haven't have it's not titled yet. It might be titled Breezy This, Breezy That. Haven't decided. It's probably going to be titled that, but it will be on its way out uh, early this year, uh, late this year. Uh, we're probably going to have it out before around August. That's what I'm working on, having it out by August, trying to release the first single by May. So make sure you stay tuned. It's going to be 49ers music. So if you guys like the 49ers, it's going to be catered to that. I'm going to have featured artists and everything. It's going to be cool. Travis King, get ready. Some of you guys out there, get ready. And no fear the God's going to be up there. My man Lake City is going to be up there. It's going to be a firebomb album. But make sure you go ahead and check out the single, which is the theme song to the show as of right now. Again, don't forget to, to like, comment, and subscribe right here on YouTube. Listen, I need your help on YouTube because I'm working on creating YouTube shorts. So when you see the shorts pop up, you're probably like, and eh, what is this? Listen, check it out. It's going to be some, some hot takes. It's going. I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of different stuff in this offseason. I'm trying to, you know, 
get my way into the game, all right? So make sure if you see a short and it's posted and your alerts are set, make sure your alerts are set to all so you don't miss any of the shorts. Sometimes you're going to get takes that aren't going to be live right here on the show and you don't want to miss out. You're going to get reels. You're going to get all kinds of cool stuff. If you see it, like it, comment, and subscribe, and don't forget, it's important to share. It's important to share. Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, The Wayne Breezy Show. Every time I do a live show, it will be there for you to listen. I have a lot of listeners that like to come into the show. They listen in on their way to work, long drives, things like that. I will not. I will make sure there's a show for you every time I go live. And then the Patreon. Don't sweat. Patreon members, content is on its way, especially for this week. It is on its way. The Breezy This, Breezy That show will be aired exclusively for the Patreon members. So get ready. Today's Friday. You should have a show coming very shortly. But it's patreon.com backslash Wayne Breezy. And don't forget, we got some sponsors I definitely want to shout out. Shout out to Residency. If you guys don't have all the Residency hats and you want to get a new Residency hat, make sure you use the promo code S. F breezy save on your purchase today and and uh in the description of the show hold on i forgot to put this in there but let me make a link for this because the the wayne breezy apparel is official as of right now so as we speak it is official right now you can go ahead and cop you uh, a, a wayne breezy t-shirt now listen support the brand man i'm out here all right. You know, the website www.twben.com is the website, but here's the actual address if you want to shop. Now, there will be an exclusive code if you are a member of the channel. If you're a member of the channel, you're going to be able to save 10% off. Make sure you check the community tab. I will be posting that immediately after the show. The link for the apparel is in the description of the show. So make sure you read the description of the show. Click on that link, www.twben.com. En.com backslash shop so you can go ahead and get your Wayne Breezy apparel. We got hoodies and we got tees uh, available as of right now. Shout out to Ty for putting that stuff together, man. I appreciate you, bro, bro. You are fam for real. All right, got that out the way. Listen, we got some birthdays we want to shout out. Now, I, I, I got another birthday. It's Javier's birthday too. Wow. All right, I'm going to do this one time. All right, hold on. Hold, hold, hold on. Hold on. I, this is what I like about doing the live show right? So the cool thing about doing the live shows, you get information live. I'm glad that I was able to read that. So Javier, get ready. So let me go ahead and comma, comma, and Javier. All right. So I want to send a happy birthday shout out to these three, excuse me, brothers right here. John V, my brother from another mother. Bishop Teradome, the one and only, the one, the reason why we tune in so we can get that sermonic sermon from the bishop and my man Javier, 50 grand. I want to wish you guys a happy birthday. All right. Happy birthday to you. Now, if it's your birthday, it's your job to let me know and then I'll make sure I do it. But we're going to do a Stevie Wonder style and I got to get a key. So let me let me back the mic up just a little bit. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Come on, y'all. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. 
happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to my family out there. Love you, man. Keep grinding. John, welcome to the 4040 Club ESPN on the screen. You know what I'm saying? Happy belated birthday to Christy as well. She got her birthday song a little bit earlier this week. But guys, I will promise to sing happy birthday if I know it's your birthday. Uh, I'm sorry, Terradome. I see Mrs. Terradome is in the building. Appreciate that. Let him know that I, I, I had to sing him a song. I wanted to sing him a song. He requested it. There he is. He requested uh, the Stevie Wonder version. I didn't think I could hit the notes. But listen, because I haven't been cheering all week long for the 49ers and losing my voice, the voice is back. The voice is back. All right, let's get into some 49er talk. Man, what a night. 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 Now, guys, if you gave, I did say that I was going to do this. So if you gave a contribution... Every episode, there's a super chat segment. So if there's a super chat that you wanted to give, I'm going to save it for the end. But if you're the first to super chat, you get yours read very first. And Jacqueline Knox was in the building first. She gets the first foghorn of the day. She says, good morning, Breezy and Niner fam. I love Brock and Trey. I like that. I like that you love both of them. So do I. And I believe so does every other 49er fan out there. I do pose the question, though. Will there be another division? Meaning, will there be another house divided? I know I put this crazy tweet out there. Listen, my tweets are my takes and my crazy self. Let me be me. Please. Let me, I don't, don't try to change me for being me. I'm going to put out whatever just is in my head and I'm going to hit the, the button and then whatever happens, happens. But no, seriously. Uh, I do want to I do want to say that there might be another house divided and we've been seeing it like I've been seeing it ever since I became a 49er fan. Let me just give you some scenarios. You ready? Joe Montana, Steve Young. Alex Smith, Colin Kaepernick. Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo. Brock Purdy, Trey Lance. It just seems like there's always something like the 49ers team is the only team in America that just doesn't have a solid quarterback going into the season. As a matter of fact, since Kyle Shanahan's been here, thank you, Pete, um, Jacqueline, for even bringing this up. Since Kyle Shanahan's been here, I don't think we've ever been solidified on who the damn quarterback was. I, I, like, but but is it a 49er thing? That's the question. I don't know. We'll talk about that. VZ says, do the hoodies run big or true to size? I will. I, I believe that they're more. So, all right. So this is funny. So no, actually Ty would know the answer to that, but I will say that the, the quality of the hoodies is that good old softy cotton, like kind of like one I'm wearing right now. It's not that stiff cotton. So it's going to feel real good on the body. If you know what I'm trying to say, no disrespect for those that use the stiff cotton, but I like the softer cotton. So it's it's going to be that. So if you're going to get an XL, uh, if you feel like you want it to be a little bigger, I would get two XLs. Right, I, I, that's what I would do. So VZ408, thank you for being a member, by the way, also, and thank you for inquiring. What a great question! What a great freaking question! But back to that, man, uh, Jacqueline, that was a great contribution to bring up. I know you said you love Brock and Trey, and I know you didn't come up here to start anything. 
But that's the house divided that I was talking about in my tweet that people were just like, what the hell is Breezy talking about now? And I left out Alex Smith and Kaepernick on purpose. And the reason why is every time I mention Colin Kaepernick's name, it goes down a rabbit hole that I just can't stop. I can't stop. And then here goes TJ, TJ, TJ478 says, unfortunately, yes, there will be division. Hey, I'm going to give away a Nick Bosa card today because he was the defensive player of the year. So I'm going to give one away on today's show. So uh, stick around. Stick around. Stick around. All right. So that that was a a, a really, really good, uh, really good statement to point out saying that you love them both because I love them both, too. You know what I mean? I do. I want to see Trey Lance play. I want to see him start. But damn it, I'd be crazy if I'd tell you I didn't. I want to see if Brock can finish. Man, what a start Brock Purdy had last season. Didn't lose into the NFC Championship game. And the only reason why he lost the game is because he got hurt. I mean, all the players out there know that. Even some of the Eagle fans, excuse me, not fans too. There were some fans there. But even some of the Eagles players realized that. Now, I mean, they went and took the win like they were supposed to. You know what I'm saying? But, like, they recognized real. Let's get into the NFL honors because it was really cool to watch. Uh, I thought the pre-honor show was dope. That was the red carpet show. That's why I got the question, like, who looked the best um, out there? I mean, I saw Kiddo. I saw Bosa. I meant to put CMC in there, and I forgot to put CMC. The the one picture that I saw of CMC and Nick Bosa, they look like the men in black. They look like they had on some dope men in black suits. Uh, one had a black shirt on, one had the white shirt on, but they look clean. You know, they look clean. They look real clean. Uh, Kittle, Kittle looked clean. I thought Kittle had the dope designer joint with the with the mushrooms on the inside. If y'all don't understand that, that means y'all, y'all missed out on y'all childhood because y'all need to go watch the movie Boomerang. Shout out to John Witherspoon. R.I.P. John Witherspoon. May he rest in peace. Man, what a character he played in that movie. Uh, you got to coordinate. <laughs> uh, but Kittle, you know, he he was cool. He was he was cool with it, you know, no, no tie, anything like that. Thought Kittle was cool. Uh, but yeah, that was the pre-show, man. Like I thought the pre-show was really good. They interviewed Brock Purdy. I'm gonna probably get into his interview a little bit later. They also interviewed George Kittle. They tried to get to George Kittle. Did you hear him? Try to get to George Kittle. They tried to get to him. They they asked him about the starting quarterback. Matter of fact, do I have the clip? They asked him about the starting quarterback, and they gave him like a here it is right here. Start one, bench one, cut one. All we got Trey Lance. Hold on, let me do that again. So they, so Nate Burleson said, start one, bench one, cut one. George Kittle. It's like, man, are they trying to get George Kittle to catch himself? Now this was after his other interview, but check it out. That question. Uh, start one, bench one, cut one. All we got Trey Lance. How Jimmy tough? Garoppolo, Brock Purdy. How tough is that? Um, start all of them. Okay, they all, all right. did start. Good answer. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, and that was it, man. I would have answered too. Like start all of them because now before he even finished out the start one, bench one, cut one, he said all of them. So George Kittle was like all of them. And then on top of that, Kittle was like, I'd start all of them because they they all did start. Four quarterbacks actually started in 2022 for the San Francisco 49ers. So I, I felt like they were trying to they were trying to get one over on my man Kiddo, but he's getting really good at uh he's really he's getting really good on how he's uh what is it deflecting what comes at him. I, I'm really starting to love Kiddo. I like I always loved him, but I'm really starting to love George Kiddo. I mean I knew he had the wit, 
because now he's putting the brains and the wit together and you're getting this like man you can't pull one on me you can't you can't pull a fast one on me now if i ask you guys that question and the poll question man we'd be here and this show will be on a whole nother level start one bench one cut one so we're not going to do that uh it's not what we about look we're going to figure out what's going to go on as time goes along. Brock Purdy has an injury. Trey Lance is coming off of an injury. So we're just going to have to wait and see how it plays out. What's going on, Adam? AT in the building all the way from England. What's going on, fam? Appreciate you, man, uh, for jumping on. Listen, Adam and I, uh, and uh, we're going to be doing a, a basketball show. Uh, it's going to be coming on uh, Sundays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays, all right? If you're not subscribed to his channel, if you want to watch me talk basketball, you're going to have to go to his channel right here on YouTube, all right? Uh, Adam, feel free to type in your, your YouTube, uh, the name of your YouTube channel right here. I'll make sure I post it, and uh, we're going to be doing that, so it's going to be really cool because it's going to be officially basketball season come Monday morning for me, officially basketball season. Like, no more football, basketball. I mean, I'm still going to talk football, but it will be uh, – Officially time to start talking basketball, especially since my team is number one. All right, let's get to it. Nick Bosa, 2022 NFL's defensive player of the year. God dang, it was it was it was almost unanimous. 46 votes, right? 46. Do I have the breakdown of his votes? Um so defensive player of the year voting, Nick Bosa 46, Hassan Reddick 2, Quinnen Williams 1, Chris Jones 1. Micah Parsons, zero. Yep, Micah Parsons, zero. If you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, you're probably pissed off. Now, I'm confused. How did Micah Parsons maybe not get one over Quinnen Williams? Now, it's funny that they put Quinnen Williams in here because, remember, let's get back to that draft. 19 what 2019 that draft right there the 49ers had the first uh, had the third pick in the draft the question was who were the second pick in the draft who were they going to draft was it going to be Quentin Williams or was it going to be Nick Bosa remember that's what it came down to and a lot of people was like go interior oh, man I'm man get to get the interior guy a lot of people a lot of people felt that um yeah a lot of people felt that and it ended up uh, they ended up going with Nick Bosa, and, you know, four years later, Nick Bosa is sitting here as the best defensive player in the league. Congratulations. Man, he looked good, okay? He looked good. He also sounded good. That was the best speech. I I finally wasn't bored. Like, I, Nick, usually I'm bored. You, 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 you get me. Like, Nick Bosa is the most boringest person I've ever heard speak. He's like the Bueller. Bueller, 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 Bueller. He's that guy, right? He is that guy. Here's what Nick sounded like last night. Oh, I got to make, make sure I get the one with uh, no music. Hold on. Um, Mom, Dad, Joey, I love you more than anybody. Uh, you're the reason I wake up every morning. Um, I love you. Thanks for always being there for me. Uh, to the 49ers organization from the Yorks and the DeBartolos down. Thank you so much for doing stuff the right way and believing in me. To the number one defense in the league, shout out. Uh, all my guys, you make my job a lot easier. It's a team sport. I just do my job. Um, if I've learned one thing in life to, up to this point, uh, whatever end goal you have in mind, it's going to be, it's not going to be a smooth path. There's going to be times where you're questioning yourself. 
Um, but if you stay the course and you believe in yourself, take it one day at a time, there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel. Thank you. Nick, I mean, I need Nick. Whoever wrote that speech for Nick, maybe I, that was perfect. Nick, round of applause, man. Congratulations on winning the award. I, I now, I now officially want to get Nick Bosa on the Wayne Breezy show. I think it's time. If he could sound like that, maybe I got to give him an award. Maybe, maybe we give him a award. <laughs> and maybe, maybe she did. Maybe, maybe she did. I, I, Sean, I know. I know he went to, I mean, he was there. I don't know if he went, but he was definitely there. But Sean, let's be real. How many pressers have I posted of Nick Bosa? And I couldn't figure out what to even post. It was just like, uh, Bueller. Ben, it was Ben Stein. That's what you guys, <laughs> you guys said. Uh, Peachy is shouting out her Buckeyes. She, Peachy had two Buckeyes win an award. Uh, we'll talk about the other one. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, Peachy, I know you're happy too. Your Buckeyes uh, won won an award. Carly says he loved Bosa's speech. It wasn't that it was short and sweet. It was it, I actually could have listened even longer. So Nick Bosa's here. We got about 93 people watching the show live. Maybe I'll do a couple of these. Uh, but I'm gonna give away a Nick Bosa defensive end card as we speak. All right. So you know we're gonna do the random number. Everybody, you're going to pick a number one through 95, one through 95. All right. Start putting your number inside the chat right now. One through 95. All right. And then I'm going to, you know, give it some time and then we'll go ahead and well, one through 90. Just do one through a damn hundred. All right. One through a hundred. All right. One through 100. By the time we do it, it'll be 100 up there. Make sure if you pick the same number, all right, make sure you don't have the same number as somebody else because I'm going to pick the first person that comes up with the number. We're going to do a Nick Bosa giveaway. Again, what a great honor. I think the thing that I liked the most about Nick Bosa was the fact that he said, you know, he mentioned his team and he talked about how they were the number one. They, nobody, they didn't want to hear that. Nobody wanted to hear that they didn't want to hear that the 49ers uh, were the number one defense. They That was definitely something that they want to hear. Um, but he said it anyway. You know what I'm saying? I said pick a number one through 100, and Mike Ng picked 200, and Sean picked 1,000, and then it was 101 for Sean. You can't double dip, man. This ain't double dipping. That's like taking the chicken wing and double dipping. You sharing the wings. You can't double dip in the, in the sauce. And the blue cheese. Some of you guys use ranch. All right, guys, here we go. Numbers stopping as right now. Itchy 95 is going to have, is going to be the last number because he picked 52. All right, we're going to talk about that. Here's the random number. The number is 79. Do I have a seven? I thought I saw 79 out there. So let me see. Let me scroll up to the top. I know I saw 79. So we started with six. Got 29, 50, 87, uh, 74 might be the 77 is the closest number so far. Brian said 97 and it's 79. I see 69. Amelia, you would have picked 69. Fernando picked 77. So I got two 77s, but the first one is the one I'm going to go with. That's YL Raffi. Looking to see if I see a 79. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. 
where did I say I was going to stop? Oh, I can't give it to you now. I stopped at this right here. So I feel like you guys said 79 after. So the, the, it's going to go to do, 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 do. Here's our winner. Is it YL Rafi? Congratulations. I hope I said that or well, Rafi. You're going to get the Nick Bosa card now. Look, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to send me a direct message via Instagram or Twitter, via Instagram or Twitter, or you can go to the website and hit me up through the website. Those are the only places that I will be looking for contact, and I'll get this out to you. The quicker you hit me up, the quicker I will get it out to you. Congratulations, uh, YL or Whale. I'm not sure how to pronounce your name. Uh, let's talk more about the, the NFL honors. Congratulations to Nick Bosa. was really happy for the guy. He definitely deserved it. I, I, can feel, I feel like if he didn't win that award, there would have been a riot. I, there were a lot of 49er fans there, and I guarantee you 49er fans would not have been happy uh, had he not won. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, let's go with that. Set 420 says, I got I got ripped off at Savage. I was going to the closest that didn't go over the number. Yeah. Oh, not over the number. So the closest under the number was going to be the winner. You guys watch prices right. Don't act like y'all know. Y'all don't know the rules of the game. Uh, it's not a fake card, Sean. Only you, bro. Only you. Shout out to Sean. Uh, appreciate the prayers yesterday and the text messages. I love you, my brother. Uh, I really do. All right, let's go back to the NFL honors. I thought that the hostess with the mostest did a damn good job. I, I thought Kelly Clarkson, a.k.a. Casey, a.k.a. I don't know what the hell she was wearing. But AKA, I thought she did an, an amazing job, like an amazing job. You know what I'm saying? Um, and sh like the joke, now the beginning, the jokes, I was like, oh, she got it. She got to put a chill pill. It's too soon to crack the 49er jokes. But then she quickly switched it to Joe Burrow, which made every 49er fan watching a little bit. E it made it a little bit easier. What's going on, Matthew? It made it a little bit easier. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to uh, Kelly Clarkson. I thought she did an amazing job. I did not know she was comical and I needed that type of comic relief because I feel like I have not laughed uh, in a long time. And laughing in sports is just something, two things that kind of don't go together because it's always so serious. Uh, but I thought she did an amazing job. So shout out to um kelly clarkson uh i thought you did an amazing job let's get to some of the snubs because i see you guys already going to the snubs all right kyle shanahan was kyle shanahan snub for coach of the year i mean brian dabble from the giants won it um i'm sure everybody here is going to feel like kyle shanahan was snubbed again uh second time first time he was snubbed i mean he had the best record in the nfl and was snubbed for john harbaugh and this time he was snubbed for a guy that, I mean, definitely made the Giants better. But the 49ers, I mean, you got to look at it, man. Kyle Shanahan was on his third quarterback in the same season. I, 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 I thought that was a snub. Uh, let's get to the next snub. Christian McCaffrey was snubbed. For comeback player of the year, and the winner was Geno Smith, quarterback from the Seahawks, who I thought played – he played well, right? He led the NFL and completion percentage. But but Christian McCaffrey, man, I mean, he 
he came back off of an injury. I'm trying to figure out what in the world type of an injury did Geno Smith come back off. Maybe it was he was coming back from taking a break from his career. Like maybe maybe that's what it was. You know what I'm saying? I, I thought maybe Geno's career was in the toilet dumpster, and then he just made a miraculous comeback, uh, getting signed to the Seahawks, not this previous year, but the year before. And then they decided to go with him and rock out with him. And like I said, I mean, look, so look, look, great tone. Gino deserved that one. I, I don't know if he deserved it. What what made him deserve it? I mean, the moment that Christian McCaffrey came to the 49ers, his whole career revived. And he was playing really well in Carolina. But the moment he came to San Francisco, they go on a crazy win streak. How does that get overlooked opposed to what Gino did? And the 49ers beat them three times in the same season. So it's kind of weird. Gino was not injured. Gino was was hired the year before this past season. And remember, he was there. He, he was, you know, going back and forth. Remember, they, they sat Russell Wilson and Gino came in and they started winning, blah, 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 right? Something like that. And then this year, they traded Russell Wilson and then they decided to go with Gino Smith. So I don't know what he came back from other than his career being in the toilet. So if that's what it was, cool. Uh, what wasn't his injury, Nia? I mean, he was injured all over the field. He was injured. This is what was pissing me off, and I know, I know, Christian McCaffrey doesn't care because, according to him, it's f your fantasy football team, man. According to him, he he, it's f your fantasy football team, and I I get it. But last year, I made sure I drafted Christian McCaffrey first, and he barely played because of injury. So he was injured a lot this year. I'm like, I'm not going nowhere near two running backs. You ready? The two running backs were Christian McCaffrey <laughs> and Saquon Barkley. Those were the two. I wasn't going to go near him. Wasn't. And go figure. They had the best years at running back. It's nothing I could do about it. So um, I don't know what his injury was off the top of my head, but uh, he definitely was injured, injured. Brock Purdy, I didn't feel like he was snubbed. Um, I wanted Brock Purdy to win that award more than anything just because of all the adversity that he had gone through being Mr. Irrelevant, coming in, doing this, doing that, being able to save a team and keep a team afloat and get them into the NFC Championship. Not that that would have counted, but I I was I was hoping Brock would have won it. But congratulations to Garrett Wilson. I hope I spelled his name right. Peachy will definitely let me know if it's one T, two R's, one R, whatever. Um, I thought I thought Garrett Wilson was phenomenal. Um, I personally liked the kid, um, Chris Olive out of, um, out of, from New Orleans, from New Orleans, but he was, he got injured a little bit this past year and he was going through a bunch of different quarterbacks, but so did Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson had a year, so I, like he deserved it, but I just wanted Brock to win it. I thought that would have been a nice little icing on the cake to uh, a, a season that was, in my opinion, one of the most successful seasons of Kyle Shanahan's tenure here uh, with the 49ers. I get that this year we went to the Super Bowl was the best season we had, um, but when they added the extra game, we actually won one more game due to the new schedule. But I thought this particular year, Kyle being able to find a way to keep this team in the playoffs, Brock Purdy keeping all the hope alive, I thought that was really cool. So I thought maybe he would get it off of something like that, but apparently he didn't play enough or whatnot. It was after Kenneth Walker, uh, the fourth, uh, but they, they they definitely gave it to Wilson. I thought them Ohio. First of all, if you want a wide receiver, I'm going to say this, and I know 
I know Peachy is going to be like, uh-huh, but I'm going to say this. If you want a wide receiver or a defensive back, look at the Ohio State University. That, safety or wide receiver, not cornerbacks. Safety or wide receivers. Thumb the, those are the positions. Those are the positions. So that's where I would go. Do not draft a running back from Ohio State. They fake. As Trey Sermon. They're good in college and they're bums in the NFL. I think the, who was the last great running back from Ohio State? I, I know I'm going to say Eddie George, but some of you might say, um, <laughs> some of you may say uh, Ezekiel Elliott. And I thought he was good. I do. I do. I, th- I, th- I think he was good. I thought he was good. Symmetry spelled the name the same way I spelled the name. So I'm going with symmetry spelling because he's way smarter than I am um, when it comes to just being smart. So he can spell. So Garrett Wilson definitely deserved it. And I agree with that. Not a Cali boy. I agree. Eddie George might have been. But that's when football was different. And that's when running backs was running you over. They're, they're a little different. Carlos Hyde was not great. Trey Sermon definitely. Trey Sermon barely made this team. Uh, I have to say, Ezekiel, I liked Zeke. I, I get it. I get it. So Christian McCaffrey injuries. Uh, September 20, I'll, I'll go back to, yep, September 20 of 2020. Uh, he had a ankle high, high ankle sprain. All right, grade three, November 8th, 2020, shoulder AC joint sprain. Uh, December 9th, 2020, it's the year I drafted him. Uh, 2025, glute strain. So he was just beat up. And remember, uh, Nia, if you're still watching, they were overusing him, man. They were, oh, I mean, overutilizing him. I mean, he did everything. He did everything except for throw the damn ball. He did everything except for throw the damn ball. And then in 2021, September 23rd, 2021, he had the thigh hamstring grade two. So he was pretty banged up a lot of his career in Carolina. And that's why a lot of 49er fans were like, Kyle, don't overuse him. Don't, don't overuse him. Don't overuse him. Don't overuse him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. That's that's probably kind of like where that is. Uh, Young Montana, it's hard for me. This is a good question. So I guess Eric Armstead got robbed too. So when it comes to like the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, that's harder to get robbed on because it's about what you do for the community. And I think each and every one of the nominees did outstanding work in the community. I'm not sure how they grade that or how they judge or base that upon, that's that's not a rob. Congratulations to Dak Prescott for winning that award. This is more like the other awards, though, are based on stats. This isn't a stat-based. That's not a stat-based award. So, no. I know you're being facetious, which means funny as hell, but nah, which is not even funny. I don't think Eric Armstead got robbed. Not at all. Um, they did, but that was a long time ago. They did. Look, DBs. I said DBs. It depends on how they translate to their DBism in, in college. They play going to play man. They're going to play zone. You know, it depends. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and all of those injuries for McCaffrey was on the right side, too. All right. So, look, NFL honors. We got to talk a little bit. All right. Now, I know a lot of people want to talk about the Patrick Willis. And I know we want to see him get in. I'm going to say this message to Patrick. I, I sent out a tweet. Uh, not sure if he responded. I haven't been on Twitter since before the gym this morning. Uh, but I will say this, Patrick, your time is coming, Mr. Willis. I promise you, you know, it's just all about it being a part of God's plan and God's timing. Timing. 
I get Patrick Willis didn't put in the long career, but in his short career, he put up more numbers than some of the people in the Hall of Fame. So you got to look at it like that. And that's why I'm saying that um, his time is coming. So you just got to be patient and just continue to just put your faith and trust in, in God. And I guarantee you when it's ready, Patrick Willis is going to walk right on in there and get his honor uh, of being in the Hall of Fame. It sucks, but it is what it is. All right. Chris says, all right, that's that's it for the NFL honors. Ain't nothing more else to talk about the honors. All right. Uh, Chris uh, says, Breezy, don't listen to young Montana. What did he say? I missed it. I missed what he said. First, I thought you were talking about Joe Montana because Joe Montana again spoke about he would start Brock but sign Jimmy. So that's still out there. Like he still feels like Jimmy is the best. And 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 he he explained it a little bit better this time, right? I don't know what Mike Silver cut up, but on the uh, if you go to NFL, uh, if you have the NFL Plus app and you listen to the interview with Joe Montana, they actually allowed him to explain it. And it was just because Trey Lance is the unknown. And 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 I thought that was, you know, rather, rather decent. And speaking of Trey Lance being the unknown, let's go ahead and get into some updates on Trey Lance. Now, we've heard Trey Lance speak this past week. And man, what a bright young man that is dealing with adversity. And when we say adversity, it could mean, uh, it could mean anything, right? And it's a challenge. That's what adversity is, right? It's a challenge. Uh, and, and for him, he had a few types of challenges, I would say, throughout his career. One, not playing a lot of college football, okay? You saw the Dan Orlovsky's interview. You know, he's only played 17 games at the quarterback position. This is that in the third. Cool, got it. Say less. Right. And so, like, when you look at Trey Lance, not a lot of football, but there's something about him that made the 49ers trade draft picks and get him. Right. There's something about him, something you don't know, something Breezy doesn't know. And only Kyle Shanahan knows, John Lynch knows and Trey Lance knows. They're the only three people that know. So we just have to chillax on that whole situation. I will say this. Trey Lance did come out. He gave Brock Purdy his props. He gave Brock Purdy his props. He says, man, like, I got to come in. I got to come in here and I got to compete. That's exactly what Trey Lance said. I got to come in here and I have to compete. I got to come in here and I got to compete. That's what he said. He said Brock had a tremendous year. Now, he believes everything happens for a reason. but." Is is the 49ers quarterback position Brock's job to lose? Or is it Trey Lance's job to gain? I didn't put that in the title. But I will say this. I love the way Trey Lance responded. Um, he didn't throw any teammate under the bus. He even gave Jimmy Garoppolo his props. Come on, man. The kid is blessed. Okay? He's saying the things that you're supposed to say as a leader but he never made it seem like it was his team. I'm trying to get you to understand where I'm coming from with this about Trey Lance. Now, does he need to get better football-wise? Absolutely. I think Brock needs to get better too. No, I'm not talking about Brock right now. I think every player can stand and improve. I think Debo Samuel can learn how to be wide receiver. I think there's a lot of improvements that can happen along the road depending on development. But let's focus on Trey because I don't want to get off tangent with the topic. I just feel like with Trey Lance, 
The ceiling is way up there. He hasn't even come close to his ceiling. I think we've seen the worst of Trey Lance, and the worst of Trey Lance got us some touch, like six touchdowns, some yards, a couple of interceptions, and that was the worst. So imagine when he gets better, and he's only going to get better two ways, time and play. And that's what you're hearing from everybody. You're hearing from Debo. You're hearing from Fred Warner. Speaking of Fred Warner, we got to talk about that. And you're hearing it from George Kittle. You're hearing it from the captains of the team. He needs time to develop. He just needs to play football. He's got this. He's got that. He just needs to play football. But the most interesting thing about Trey Lance is the fact that he didn't come out saying that it was his job. He came out and said, I need to compete for this job. Hey, whatever happened, happened. And now I got to either put up or shut up. That's the chip on the shoulder that I like. That's at, that's the adversity that Trey Lance is, is, is going through. That's going to make him like better. Now, Joe Montana said, the reason why I would, I would, I would start Brock and I would keep Jimmy is because of the unknown. I just don't know what Trey Lance is going to do. And if the team is in win now mode, do you go with the unknown? And that, in my, from what I took from, from the GOAT, what I took from him was that. So if you like that, cool. If you don't like that, cool. It doesn't matter. But the hate on Trey has to stop because he's going to be the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers because he is under contract to be the quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. So instead of hating the brother, how about we help uplift the brother? Let's work on constructively criticizing him so that he can get better. He takes it really well. So why not say it in a way that's going to make him go out there and be the best? We should do that and hold everybody accountable. We should constructively criticize everybody. Unless they do something detrimental and you just want to be like, they're, they're trash. I get it. But Trey Lance, really good interviews this week. And the best part from Trey Lance's interview was the fact that he felt he was ready to take on Fred Warner. I think that was my favorite part. He said, I'm ready to take on Fred Warner. And I'm, he said it jokingly. He wasn't joking. He definitely wasn't joking. I see a couple of questions out there. And if I see them as I'm as I'm going, I'm going to try to try to point them out. My man John says, Breezy, do you think Shanahan already knows who he wants to roll with as quarterback one? I kind of do. Um, I kind of do. I, I think he wants to roll with Trey Lance. I think that's the guy that he was going to roll with last season. And I know you got this, uh, this surge from this quarterback that you drafted. And I know us as fans, we, we, we were uplifted by Brock Purdy's performance. But what happens if Kyle at the NFL changes to where Kyle, let, let's say Brock reached his ceiling. I'm not saying he did, but let's say he did. And then he doesn't look like the same Brock. Then you could blame it on the injury. You could blame it on this. I don't know. I'm just saying, I think he's going to end up rolling with the guy with the higher ceiling. And then you got to factor in all the other stuff that's going on. I mean, we got to talk about the injuries and who's going to be available and all that type of stuff. But I do like, Brock Purdy. I love Brock Purdy. I love what he did, but I also love Trey Lance uh, and things like that. I'm going to get to this contribution because we're talking about Trey Lance. And, and Fernando says, <laughs> Fernando says, what if Trey Lance pans out well for the Niners? 
again, it's a big what if, you know? Um, it's just a huge what if. What if if he does, man, that's what's up. If he doesn't, psh, that's what's up. Um, I just feel like when it comes to um Trey Lance, it's kind of set up for him for him to work out. And it's really hard to say that we don't know if if Trey Lance could execute Kyle's plan. Because I know this, I know this might not be a huge factor, but let me just let me just let me just say that this is a factor. It might not be the factor, but it's a factor. I don't know what Brock Purdy would be like executing the plan, Kylie, without Christian McCaffrey. I watched Jimmy Garoppolo struggle until Christian McCaffrey came. I didn't get a chance to watch Brock Purdy struggle because he could roll out. He could do all the stuff that Jimmy could do, but better. So he was a he was like a, a, a upgrade, in my opinion, over Jimmy Garoppolo, which for the offense that Kyle built is what Brock Purdy was able to run efficiently, right? Efficiently is the word. You know what I'm saying? And I love it. And that's why Brock executes Kyle offense. I agree 100%. But here's the thing. What if Kyle's trying to take his offense to another dimension, another level? He's always changing it up. You know, one of the interviews that I listened to this week was about Debo Samuel. Uh, and I think he was on the ringer. And he said something about, you know, how Kyle Shanahan uh, pays so much attention to detail to where you have to be exactly where you're supposed to be on his 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 play. Like, you can't be a half a yard off. You can't be uh, a half a second slow. Like, you have to do everything according to Kyle's plan. And I agree with that. But what if Kyle's trying to change the plan just a little bit? These are these are just things that I'm making up. Uh, I, I don't know. We don't know. I do love what we got from Brock Purdy. But there's also a factor that the league might catch up on that. And we saw... I'm not saying Brock Purdy looked bad against Philly, but that defense, and I'm not saying it had him shook or anything. I felt like he completed two passes prior to the injury, and then it was whatever. And I think Brock was going to find a way to dice it up because that's how Kyle Shanahan schemes it. But if Lance gets better at that quick throwing, then there's a possibility. You know, that Lance can also run that style of offense and add another dimension. So I think dimension-wise... It could be why I think Kyle wants to roll with Lance. But development-wise, clearly Brock Purdy is the man that can run the offense, uh, if, if that makes any sense. Um, all right. Pocket the Cheesecake says, Lance is starting next season. He was supposed to be the starter this season until he lost it. Brock was the last resort uh, last season. He overperformed, so he outperformed, yep, with his chance to get in and play. It's a good good assessment. It's a great great assessment. It's a great assessment. Uh, Chris says Kyle needs to tighten up in big games. I I don't know if I can agree with that because in this big game, I don't know what I don't know what we expected him to do when he lost his quarterback. I, the moment he lost Brock, it was like, uh oh. I turned around, looked at Mose, looked at Nick, uh, and I was like, uh oh. You know, this this might not this might not go well. And speaking of Brock Purdy, we got to get into his injury. Right. So 
All right, for guys, if you if you don't know what's going on with Brock Purdy, he has the torn, um, he has the torn UCL. All right, now he's gonna he's set to meet with the doctor on February twenty first. Okay, and then he's gonna have the surgery on February twenty second from the best doctor, the Texas Texas Rangers doctor that deals with Tommy John surgeries and and all this good type of stuff. I don't have his name off the top of my head, but he's supposed to meet with him, meet with him on the twenty first, get the surgery on the twenty second. All right, and then there was like this curveball, and 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 the thing, and I was listening to Brock Purdy talk last night, and I was saying to myself, something don't seem right. And this is why I pose the question, should he get the Tommy John surgery and get fully reconstructed and take all the time he needs to heal because he's that valuable to this team? Or does he come back, rush it early, don't know what it's going to do, and, and compete? And God forbid something happens. Now, this is the newest news from Brock, and he talked to... Um, uh, can be our yes on Thursday. All right. And, and he, and he said that he planned to repair the, t- uh, the tear of the UCL and his right throwing elbow on the 22nd, but it may change during the surgery. Like may, he hopes to be ready. Like these aren't tangible things you get now from a, from a coach's perspective, you're hoping as well, but from a coach's perspective, do you roll with the hope or do you roll with the, the tangible? Like what I got, right? That, that's kind of what it's going to come down to Kyle Shanahan. And Trey, Trey Lance already said that he's going to be available in May and he's ready to come out here and compete and all these different types of things. And Kyle Shanahan is going to have to figure out if Brock is even going to be good after the surgery. This oh, something can go wrong. I'm not I'm I'm hoping for the best. I'm I'm praying for the best. All of that stuff when it comes down to it, but there's a possibility meaning that it might not go as well. So Brock is planning to be back by training camp, all right? And Dr. Keith Meister, who is going to be the person performing the surgery, um on on Brock, there's a possibility that there's, there's some type of emergency situation that might have to take place. I, I don't know. And I, I don't know if that's kind of like what we want to go into next season on, like hope. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be it's going to be something that we just have to seriously pay attention to. And I'm, I, I hear you, Chrissy, 1687. It's going to all work out. I agree. One hundred percent i agree 100 that it will all work out but there's a possibility that he might not be ready to go at the beginning of this year uh and 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 we 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 deal with it when we get to that when we cross those roads how about that how about we deal with it when we when we get to those crossroads all right um i do want to talk about george kittle a little bit because uh george kittle is a respected thorough captain on this team uh, when Brock Purdy entered this team, George Kittle was reborn, in my opinion. Um, and he had a statement um, that he came out and, and, and spoke. Uh, and I want to talk about his statement because his statement was simply, this is Brock Purdy's team to lose. Uh, personally, 
I don't think he said anything wrong, uh, but Brock Purdy was the quarterback at the time, and the team was winning, period. End of discussion. So, with that being said, he came out and said that, you know, if you want this job, I don't care who you are, what your name is, okay, if you want this job, okay, then you're going to have to come out here and take it from Brock. I, I think that's kind of like what the situation is. And that's why Trey Lance came out and said that he was going to compete and all these good things. You know what I'm saying? Um, hold on one second. I want to get this question. Why is the thought process of you hope Brock wins the job? You hate Trey. Can't you just think Brock is better? I'm not sure if this is to me. I think I'm more hoping that Brock Purdy heals properly so he's able to play. I th that's where I was going with the hope factor. Um, has nothing about him being better than Trey. I didn't say that he wasn't. I said that I think Trey Lance has a higher ceiling than Brock Purdy and can probably take the the offense to another dimension, but probably is the word because we just haven't seen it yet. But I think I was talking about hope as far as it when it comes to um, Brock just being available and being 100% ready to go. I think that's kind of like where I was coming from, Vince. So I hope that helps clarify. I'm not sure if you're talking to me or somebody in 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 the chat. And so here, here's what was said about Brock Purdy's injury, and we'll get into George Kittle. Uh, Purdy is set for surgery on February 22nd, and he said on CanBR Thursday, all right, um, uh, that Dr. Keith Meister could opt for a hybrid surgery. So it's up to the doctor, all right? So it's up to the doctor that the doctor can opt out and have him get this hybrid surgery, all right, that would involve both a reconstruction as well as the internal brace, okay? So this is new news, right? So we didn't have this news a couple of days ago when Brock said that he was going to get it repaired. Now there's a possibility that he might get the surgery. Got you, Vince. Got you. Yeah, that's Dr. Meister's call Purdy shared. Uh, he's this year's uh, with the best of the MLB pitchers. So he's definitely seen this kind of thing happen and he's going to make the best call and just not for the heck of it. It's obviously for the best call, my career moving forward and he knows what's best and he's going to make the best decision for us. So it'll be good. So Brock's going to listen to his doctor. My gosh, my hand just went numb or something like that. Brock's going to listen to his doctor and it's up to Dr. Keith Meister on the 22nd to make the decision for him to have the hybrid surgery. All right. Which would mean reconstruction and internal brace. Okay. Reconstruction and internal brace. Now back to Kittle. Love Kittle. Let's play Kittle's clip so you guys can kind of get a whim. Just in case you didn't hear it, uh, I have it right here, and we'll play. Celebrate Brock Purdy mm. and everything that he accomplished this season. Crazy. Um, is he the future of the 49ers? I know you got Jimmy G. Yeah. You got Trey Lance coming back. Is he is he the future of the well, 49ers? I don't know what's going on with Jimmy. He's a free agent, so whatever happens there happens. Uh, Trey Lance is still there, and, you know, Trey, unfortunately, has not really gotten a fair shot of mm. being an NFL quarterback yep. yet. You got a full rain game monsoon versus the bears mm -hmm. and they got hurt in the second game. So, you know, Trey still got plenty of talent. He just needs to get out there yep. and play. And then you, but you can't, you can't talk about what Brock Purdy has, like what he did. Like he's fantastic. He, our offense was operating at the highest it's probably been. And, you know, since 2019. So, I mean, in my opinion, it's Brock's job to lose, yeah. but I mean, you, there will be competition because Brock's gonna be out till, you know, training camp mm -hmm. with his surgery. So it's going to be interesting. But when you find a guy like that that can seamlessly jump in, I mean, I think it, it's his job to lose. 
I mean, I, I didn't think anything was said out of the extraordinary, um, you know, or things like that. I really felt like he he came out and said, listen, man, when Brock came in here, we went on this winning streak and we put up efficient numbers and we scored the most points since 2019. And by the boom, by the bang, it is what it is. So listen, he did say that there was going to be competition because Brock is going to be out. Uh, you won't see Brock in May uh, at OTAs, which gives Trey Lance, uh, uh, I would say, a head start um, on, on some of the things. And and that's good, right? It's good for Trey. He's coming off the injury as well. So, like, let's not act like both of these quarterbacks aren't coming off injury. I think that's kind of like the preface of what's going on, okay? Do the Niners need to bring in another quarterback uh, due to the fact that, like, who's going to be that third guy? And that's the question. I'm not going to sit here and say that Trey Lance is injury prone or that Brock Purdy is injury prone. Both quarterbacks have gotten injured with the San Francisco 49ers. Now, we'll have to see how that works out going forward. But I think this is definitely Brock's job to lose. I think Brock put up the numbers that he needed to. I think Brock put up the type of performance that he needed to. I think Brock Purdy showed that he can lead a bunch of men, uh, you know, when it comes down to it. And unfortunately, Brock just did not get the chance to lead the men into the Super Bowl due to an injury. I don't care who you blame the injury on or whatever. That's not the point. It's football. Every time a person puts on equipment, every time a person suits up, there's a possibility that they're going to get injured. You have to put that into your head that there's a possibility. You're praying and hoping that it doesn't happen. But there's a possibility. Trey Lance has all the cards ready for him. If he comes back and healthy, Trey Lance is going to get that opportunity to show what it is he can or cannot do. Now, I'm not basing everything off of practice because that's not what it comes down to. It's not about practice and what you could do in practice. Practice, in my opinion, is about working on things you need to get better at opposed to the things that you're already good at right i want to see what trey lance is going to be able to do we'll see that in otas things like that let me get take a couple of questions guys and then i'm going to get to the super chat segment john v happy birthday bro says i think kyle favors purdy and hey that's cool uh, I'm all in on Trey Lance, but the timeline or window favors Purdy because he's executed it a high, at a high level, uh, executed a high level very quickly. I believe uh, they favors the past versus the future. It could be just that, but Trey is going to get his opportunity, and we're going to see what happens because right now you have to look at there's no Brock, and you have to look at I just have Trey Lance. And so if Brock's not going to be available anytime soon, then we need to sit here and just focus on what Trey Lance is, is going to be able to bring uh, to the team. Great Tone 765 says, same way Trey didn't get to lead because of hate and injury. Are we talking about, I'm not sure what you're talking about, so I must have missed your, your first thing. But feel free to, to let me know what you're talking about. I don't want to misread anything. All right, let's get to the Super Chat segment, and then we'll go ahead and get to the poll question because they was looking good out there. Even though everybody had on, you know, black. thought I was going to see some, like, some purple suits or something. Just something different. You know, I just was what I thought I was going to see uh, or whatnot. But I didn't, and it's all love. All right, uh, Jacqueline, let's get to her Super Chat. She says, Bosa, congrats. Kittle was hilarious. yes. And this is exactly why I like to save these for the end of the show because it gets me to recap on maybe some of the things we talked about on the show or some of the things that we didn't even mention. 
And Bosa, congrats. But Kiddo, Kiddo sung a Katy Perry song. I'm um, Katy Perry. Um, oh my gosh, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, a Kelly Clarkson song and rewrote, we changed the lyrics and it was about the 49ers losing and he sounded a hot mess. Um, and yeah, but I give that man the Courage of the Year award because he got up there and did it. He was hitting notes. He gave it a little rock feel. Uh, I thought Kittle was being dead ass serious, uh, opposed to him being, um, funny but i'm glad we were able to laugh at it uh you know what i'm saying if you got a chance to listen to it and sit through it congratulations uh if you didn't i'm sorry all right great tone wanted to respond says you you said purdy didn't get to lead us to the super bowl because of injury yes just oh so you're saying trey lance did get his chance too because of injury is that is that what you're saying i'm just trying to go back and connect the dots i believe that's what you're saying yeah i mean it's 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 because of it's because of injury (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Terra Dome says it ain't the player's ball. It, it was no, but it was dope. I, it, it, it was dope. I didn't see his reaction. What was his reaction? Oh no, I missed it. I missed his reaction. Damn. All right. I got to go back and, and see if I see it in the video. Um, oh, I like this comment by Joker because if you guys know Nick Mullins used to be a quarterback for the 49ers, and then he said, uh, Mullins won some games and we were ready to hand him the team. We are so thirsty for an elite, another elite quarterback. We might already have uh have, but we need to see it. Yeah, like Mullins won uh a couple of games, and then and then and then they they the defenses started hitting him with some stuff, and he just didn't look like he was going to be able. It looked like the game caught up to him. He was ahead of the curve for a minute. The game slowed down and hit him with the the haymakers. And then Chris, I mean Nick Mullins just went to shots. It's just I'm I'm not saying that's gonna happen with Brock Purdy. It's not what I'm saying. Uh, but it's a possibility. Peachy. Super chat contributions. He says the Hall of Fame could kick rocks until P. Willie gets inducted. There are plenty of players in there that shouldn't be in over him. Yes. You know, I was like, I feel like I got to be careful how I say this because people try to take what I say and whatever. But I I will say that every player in the Hall of Fame deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. I'll leave it at that. But how is Patrick Willis... Not in the Hall of Fame on his second go-around? I don't know. I don't know why he's not voted in, other than the fact that he didn't play long enough. That's it. It's the only thing holding him back. I still don't know how Roger Craig isn't in, and I know this sounds like I'm whining because I'm a 49er, but I'm not. Like, I don't I don't get how two players who change the game. So Patrick Willis literally changed how you play linebacker in the NFL. You want to know why you got your Fred Warner's and and some of these elite fast like guys that can still hit hard like Isaiah Simmons and those guys it's it's because Fred Warner changed the game like literally changed the game and so uh it I can't answer these questions Brock must have did I mean Brock uh Roger Craig must have did something to somebody and Patrick Willis is just going to have to wait. It's just going to take some time. I think it's 
I don't I don't know. Like I I don't want to say that Zach Thomas didn't deserve to get in, but how does he get in over Willis? If he got in over another subpar nominee, cool. But Patrick was far from subpar. He dominated at the position. And if his feet were right, he would have continued to play. Uh, I'm not going to say you're right, but you're right. I mean, you're right. I mean, how 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 happy was Jerry Jones honoring some people that were that I ain't never heard of? <laughs> like like Jerry Jones guys get in. It, it might be thirty five years from now, but it is what it is. All right, Tribe has questions. So what? Even if Purdy won the Super Bowl, it still wouldn't have been a better story than Kurt Warner. You don't think so? You don't think so, Tribe? Well, I guess not, because Kurt Warner was undrafted, right? Okay. I could dig it. I could dig it. I could dig it. I could dig it. But Kali, you can't, you, 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 that can't be the one reason why. That can't be the reason why, right? That can't be the reason why. Right? I really think the reason why Willis isn't in is because of of duration of playing football. This can't be the reason why Roger Craig isn't in the Hall of Fame. If it is, I don't don't know. I think Roger Craig isn't in the Hall of Fame due to some stuff outside of his power. I think the 49ers haven't won a Super Bowl due to some repercussions they paying for from a long time ago. I'm going to leave it at that. Raphael, shout out to Raphael, man. Top of the morning, Breezy. It's my son Isaiah's birthday. Can we get a happy birthday? Shout out. He loves your show. We absolutely can. And I'm going to sing him the original happy birthday because he may not be familiar with Stevie Wonder. So happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Isaiah, who's eight years old. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Isaiah. Keep up the faith, baby. Faithful will be back and strong because of you. Raphael, keep doing what you're doing. You're a great father out there, man. And let our young nephew know the 49ers will be winning a Super Bowl soon and very 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 soon sean says g almost had to have his butt cheeks amputated from sitting on the bench for eight years it went numb again towards the end of the year a miracle sean when i tell you that i love you bro like you never fail just just know that like you you never fail me and then he says, Lance will never be as accurate as Purdy from his other Super Chat contribution. I mean, I can I can agree with that because Lance isn't an accurate type of... What, what is accuracy? All right, so accuracy to me is when you're throwing throws accurately. But is Purdy accurate or is he efficient? So, like, I watched him throw some really inaccurate passes. But he was damn, he was efficient. I mean, if you told him to throw this type of pass, it was efficient. It might have been there. It might have been behind. It might have been a little high. It might have been outside. But damn, it got to the guy. The guy was able to make a catch, and it made his efficiency go up, along with his accuracy. With Trey Lance, 
it's like a totally different style of quarterback, right? What is Trey looking to do? He's looking to find man coverage and move the ball down the field because he trusts his arm. Yes. Right? He trusts, I say trusts, that's not a word. He trusts his arm. And so when you talk about accuracy, you talk about ball placement, things like that. I don't think Purdy is that accurate. I think no 49er quarterback is that accurate. But when we talk about completion percentage, it kind of goes into the accuracy. And the next thing you know, they seem to be accurate. But there is a lot of bad ball placements, in my opinion, from the 49ers quarterbacks. I, It's just what it is. Pressure, just the throws, the timing with the receivers. A lot of things can cause things to be inaccurate and the ball placement to be all off. I will say that Purdy is the most efficient quarterback the 49ers have seen in a long, long, long time. I will leave it at that. Guys, it's been a great show, man. I want you guys to enjoy your weekend. Listen, I don't, I'm not doing any live shows over the weekend, but there will be some YouTube shorts out there. Please do your boy Breezy a favor. If you see a short and it pops up in your alert section, make sure make sure you go ahead and like it, comment, share it. Subs- uh, if you're not already subscribed to the channel, make sure you do that. Hit the like button. If you want to become a member, join. Don't forget, members, I'm going to post the link inside the community tab. If you are a member only, you will get the coupon code where you can save 10% off of the apparel. The apparel is now up and running. It is www.twben.com backslash shop. And speaking of shopping, the poll question simply was, who was the best dressed? Who looked the freshest? Who was dapper? Who was this? Who was that? And uh, 121 votes uh, 71% of you watching said it was Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa, Bosa, Bosa looked like he had on a men's warehouse suit. I would say the designer go to George Kittle, but Christian McCaffrey looked good. Uh, Brock Purdy looked kind of like, uh, he was going to like a high school dance prom not a prom, just like the 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 spring dance or something. It was chilled out. Um, I should have put Christian McCaffrey. That's why I put other. I thought somebody would say McCaffrey. Nobody was paying him any attention. Uh, but yeah, I thought Bosa. I thought Bosa looks good um, as well. Guys, you are always amazing. Listen, uh, I can't do this show without you guys. Um, it's not about your money. It's about you just being here uh, and and just participating. And giving me something to talk to, so giving giving me somebody to talk to, giving me something to talk about. So I appreciate each and every one of you, whether you're a member or just a subscriber to the channel. If you aren't subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you aren't a member, please become a member today. There are three packages you could choose from. Don't forget to check out the Wayne Breezy tees and hoodies over there at the shop. I love y'all. Stay up, stay faithful. We'll see you Monday, 11 a.m. 11 a.m. Hopefully we have some new coaches we can talk about uh, and we're going to get into free agency next week, man. Stay up, stay faithful, always keep it nitty gritty. Thanks for watching.